anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. He is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. I am the voice and soul of so-called fiction, your host, Johnny Profita. What's going on? Oh, nothing too much. Getting a, getting a little podcasting in early in the, the Saturday morning. Yeah, bright and early for me. Honestly, you know, it's funny. I was up like super. I always wake up like really early. I think just out of habit from working an office job for so long, I'm still conditioned to wake up at like five thirty in the morning. So I was up like I was up super early. It's you know, it's almost ten o'clock now our time. But uh, I was like, oh man, I feel good. You know, I'm gonna get a, a nice start to the day. Not sleep away half my Saturday as I've been inclined to do some of these. Uh, especially recently on vacation. But uh, and then, of course, at like eight o'clock, I just completely crashed again. <laughs> I was exhausted. And uh, as I was saying before we started rolling, that I have one of the worst cups of coffee I've ever made to start off my day. Day old, weak ass coffee. So that's how my day is going. My wife always gets mad at me because I make the coffee too strong apparently i I wasn't aware that there was such a thing as too strong a coffee but i'm told that i make them i make this coffee too strong but i mean i work night shifts like i need something that's gonna you know jump up out of the pot and kick me in the balls i i can't have something that's like weak that you know i don't i don't need dark tea (laughs) right yeah just like brown water (laughs) no i usually yeah, mine coffee usually packs a punch. This one coffee maker I've been using though, like if the if you put too much uh coffee grounds in it, it like overflows and starts spilling into the fucking and I'm it's only like half full. I don't understand what happens during this process. So I might have to go back to using the uh the stovetop espresso thing. And uh but then then you only get like one cup of coffee and you have to put so much work into it. I don't know. It is quite the fucking struggle here. I got to tell you. I, I know. I've been told that the the French press is the way to go like every time. You know, I used to, a guy I worked with would always have a French press in the office and it, there's like a, a, like a sludginess to it. It's like, it's not as, um, it doesn't have the clarity of going through like a good filter. I don't know. And it's it just like, I don't know. Maybe he just did it wrong or ground the, you know, the stuff too fine or something. I mean, but every maybe, time it, he was, maybe he was pressing it too fast. Like if you that too, yeah. That's one of those things that it's got to be like a a slow even press. You can't you can't just like ram that shit in. You know. Yeah, it always seemed like it just had like 
a little bit of a body to it and <laughs> i was not it was kind of like coach your teeth and stuff i was like yeah fuck that <laughs> getting a good cup of coffee is not as uh not as easy as it looks but anyway we got a lot to talk about today which is why we're doing this saturday morning episode I don't know where you want to start because we neglected to talk about Kanye on the last episode and that actually worked in our favor because he has gone even crazier after his uh, his appearance on Tim Pool and just went full fucking lunatic with Alex Jones. I mean, Alex Jones brings it out uh, of everybody, but man, that was pretty wild. Um, as you were, we were talking before we started rolling, we have this Twitter thing going on now. I don't know where you want to start. Well, let's start with the, let's start with the China stuff. Cause we did tease that yeah. at the end of the last episode. So we can, we can knock, we can knock through the China stuff real quick. And before we get into the, uh, all the craziness that's happened over the past couple of days with Kanye and Twitter and, and everything. Yeah. yeah. China. What is going on over there? I mean, they are still freaking out, apparently, about uh, COVID. They're still in lockdown mode. They've been. Ha- have you seen these videos of them just like boarding up fucking entire buildings because one person tests positive or something like that? There's also um, there are videos of people like standing in line in the snow to get their PCR test for the day. Uh, and then there's also been a not insignificant amount of uh, protesting and to a lesser degree rioting going on because of because of all of this stuff. Like it's it's uh, I guess China has this zero covid policy like I'm, that's which is insane. Like anybody that's taking a zero covid policy isn't doing it for public health. They're doing it completely for totalitarian control. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I mean, you. it is really incredible to see the lengths that they will go to to control the people. And we, we've watched them put all these pieces in place leading up to this uh, throughout their society with the social credit system and the, the facial recognition technology and all these things that we've been talking about in the U.S. being like, hey, like this kind of shit you know, they'll bill it as what, you know, whatever to stop terrorism or some other stupid fucking lie that they'll come up with. And then they will turn this on you at, at, you know, once they get the excuse and enough people will go along with it. I mean, China in 2020, they had these lockdowns and I mean, you'd see videos of people freaking out a little bit, but nothing like what's going on now. And it is crazy to see the amount of control that they have. And you know this population uh i i don't think it's too easy to get your hands on a firearm in china either yeah no. they've they, you know they've got the the perfect recipe to oppress people and I, I mean i don't know how are these riots going are they looking like they're going to be successful there was a funny meme that i are saw they mostly peaceful um Mostly peaceful. God, I mean, there, there has been, there has been some um, instances of of violence breaking out, but f- it's mostly peaceful. But still, I mean, you're 
protesting against a super authoritarian Chinese government. So like just because you're being peaceful doesn't mean that their response is going to be peaceful. Um, there was a funny meme that I saw that it, it said that uh, that the protesters were approaching Tiananmen Square and then it had like the uh, the Marty McFly saying it, and it said uh, the West and it was Marty McFly saying, hey, I've seen this one. And then it was the kids and it said China say, what do you mean you've seen it? This is brand new. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I did see the one where uh, they replaced all the tanks with the fucking COVID uh, patrol guys and their like whole get ups and the one dude standing in front of them. <laughs> it is, you know, it's pretty crazy. I haven't been following the uh, the U.S. corporate press on this, but if I were to guess they're being fairly hypocritical in their support are, are they supporting the the rights of the people to protest an oppressive government yet you know a few months ago they were telling us how all these lockdowns are what you need to do to save lives and your civic duty or whatever yes because it's because it's china they are completely on the side of the protesters and china is this terrible authoritarian regime and we need to support these people standing up to authoritarianism. Only, you know, it was just a couple of years ago where anytime anybody like us suggested doing the same thing when this was going on here, we should be oh, thrown in jail, locked right. up. Put right. in camps, denied health care, denied basic, you know, <laughs> civilities throughout society. Yeah, we were, you know, killing grandma. We were the, the scum of the earth. It really is just some, and I don't even have to. I don't even have to watch it to know exactly what their fucking position is going to be. Oh, that's just that is just wonderful. It's fucking well, this, this whole thing is kind of a, a preview of the whole ESG thing. Like the reason this is going on the way it is is because China has that social credit score, and and everybody has a like a basically it's like a COVID passport for the day. For lack of uh, you know, that was the big the big buzzword um at the time when COVID was really hot and heavy was you know the COVID passport and for lack of a better word that's what it is like you have your social credit passport and part of that is you have to go get PCR tested every day and if you test negative for COVID then you get you know your your social credit pass is green and you can do whatever you want and if you either don't get tested or you test negative then you're not green and you're going to be put on restrictions and you're not going to be able to go to stores and you're not going to be able to go shopping and you're not going to be able to do anything like it's everything is based on like or did you did you do all the things that they told you to do like we're they're reducing they're reducing the their people to fucking elementary school students with really strict parents like yeah, did you, you have to get a hall pass your bed? did you brush <laughs> right. your teeth did you put on deodorant like, you know, you've got this checklist of all the yeah. shit that they say that you have to do. And if you don't do all of the things that they say, then you don't get to do anything else either. Yeah, I, I think you might have reversed it. You need a, a negative test to to be able to go about society, right? If you yeah. test positive, then you're fucked. Right. Yeah, I think you just uh, flipped it around. But people people know uh, what you meant. And it really is just and they can, you know, it's not just 
COVID, again, like they can add things to this list that, that you need to do. Now that they have it in place, it could be anything that the government decides because you've given them this power. They can just be like, oh, well, did you do this today? If not, well, you can't access your bank accounts. You can't fucking do this. You can't do that. And, well, and China's been doing that anyway. That's uh, They've had you know this whole social credit score thing. If you misbehave on social media, then they'll use that to to ding you and to lock you out of your bank accounts or whatever. Like it's, you know, they've already been doing that. And it's just getting ramped up even further now. And I mean, what the, what was the, one of the things we were going to talk about was how um, Apple was like suppressing the use of these like messaging apps and stuff like that, that uh, the protesters would use to, to like coordinate and, and to plan like their, their protests and stuff. And Apple was like, turning those function off turning those functions off so that they couldn't organize and coordinate and obviously apple has a vested interest in helping china because that's where all the fucking phones are made and all the chips and everything yeah yeah fuck apple dude i never use apple products i hate them and it's just a fucking racket i mean every time they come out with a new phone they just change the, the fucking charging cord and move like the fucking other, you know, they just move it around a little bit and charge you another fucking 500 bucks. It's like, fuck you guys. You're goddamn every accessory. You have to like buy everything. You know, it's like everything's sold separately. Ugh, disgusting. I have an iPhone, but it's the only reason I have an iPhone is because I've had an iPhone since. Fuck, I can't remember, like 2008, 2009. Like, I've had an iPhone for so long that it's. Yeah, people, ju it's just what they use. And I, I never, I yeah, I never got on that train. And I'm so fucking happy that I did. I mean, I've got a, I've got an iCloud that's 15 years old that has like every picture of my kid from birth up to now saved on it. Like, I, you know, I can't really just abandon ship on that. I guess I'm kind of. Yeah, kinda they hard. got you. That's how they fucking hook you. And although. If Elon, because there was talk on Twitter when uh, Apple was, when there was talk of Apple suppressing the Twitter app or removing it from the app store, um, people were asking Elon, they're like, all right, so if that happens, uh, what are your thoughts on making a phone of your own? And he's like, yeah, we can do that. Uh, so like the the Tesla phone, I think I think I would uh, I would go into the iCloud and just pull everything off of that and abandon ship on iPhone and jump to the jump to the Tesla phone whenever or the SpaceX phone or whatever it ends up being, whatever yeah. cool name he comes up with. Is it going to be a phone or just the microchip that he implants behind your fucking ear? <laughs> Isn't he talking about doing that too? I, I saw an article about that, but I, I didn't, I didn't look at it. Yeah. Um, Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah. 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 The Neuralink thing. That's it is a, Yeah. Dude, the technology is getting to a point where it's like fucking every every day we're getting closer and closer to an episode of Black Mirror if it hasn't already happened yet. And, you know, why aren't we diverting some of these uh, Ukrainian funds over to China? That's what I want. to Let's like send these guys some weapons, a couple, you know, funnel another 80 billion or so through uh, through some. I think they approved some I think they approved Ponzi another 10 scheme. billion to, to go over there. So to Ukraine? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, if this is you know, if these protesters uh have a point and they're fighting for their freedom, why aren't we supporting them with weapons and and money? 
and changing all of our fucking profile pics to the Chinese flag. Uh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna change my. Uh, I'm gonna put a Chinese flag. I'm gonna put a Chinese flag in my uh, Twitter profile. That way, people know that I support the. I stand. Chinese. Yeah, I stand with China. Yeah, man. What a. I. I mean, I couldn't imagine like not leaving that country, like doing anything possible to get out of there, even before 2020. But after 20, like they opened up for a while, right? They they went back into these lockdowns like really hard. Because, you know, like last year, it seemed like uh, things were easing up a little bit. And then, yeah, like that was your opportunity to get the fuck out of there. Like, why what is so appealing about china there's just billions of fucking people in your way everywhere and you have like one of the most oppressive governments uh on the planet i mean the the potential for things to go bad was really really strong and i i just feel really bad for these people i, I don't know what well, to say I, think, I mean go ahead i think the biggest problem is like the uh, China has, I think it's, it may very possibly be the most millionaires and billionaires on the planet, but at the same time, they also have the overwhelming majority of their population lives at a income level that, like, what we consider poverty level, it doesn't even come close to, yeah. to scratching, like, how far into poverty they are. Like, they, yeah. they just literally have no means to do anything other than basically go stand in line get their pcr test so that their car turns green so that they can go to work and hopefully not die in the process and then go home like it's that's yeah. it it's, that is yeah. their life it is crazy the um the gap that they have there and just the, the level of power that's why like the people working in these factories and you see all these like pompous americans being like oh they're only making like five dollars a day or something like i don't remember i don't know what they're getting paid but it's it looks like a fucking like slave labor and you know the fact of the matter is it's it's one of the best options they have it's what you know it's why they're choosing to do it because if they don't do that who knows what they're gonna have to do to to survive and it's a it is a really tough situation and you never want to find yourself without options which is you know, if 2020 taught us anything it's that you need to be able to move when things get really really bad and the only way to be able to do that is to have multiple streams of income multiple options you need to be flexible and mobile and uh and ready to uh you know get out of dodge when these fucking maniacs start <laughs> implementing th these controls on you um it's whew. use we, that as an opportunity to to tease the mikhail thorpe uh interview yes. coming out sometime later this month before we have to uh, start a new one of these yeah have you listened to it yet no not yet i got it i got everything downloaded and i'm ready to do you have uh, my audio did my audio come through yeah that fucking thing, it happened again, like right, like a minute in. It's just like, we're having trouble. Would you like to refresh? And I was afraid to refresh it. So I just opened up the, the program that I record everything into and just turned the recording on there. So I have I have the audio. 
thankfully I won't have to go and redub it. But yeah, I had a great conversation with him about um, how to relocate. Like basically that's what he does. He, he specializes in high net, you know, he privately uh, works with high, high uh, net uh, net worth individuals, but he, you know, he specializes in finding the best country for you to, you know, claim residency to, uh, be able to get out of these types of situations. And he puts out a lot of free content too. It was a really uh, interesting conversation. So uh, we will be putting that out. Yeah, probably in the next uh, couple of weeks. I, I, you know, there's, there is no time rush on that. So um, he had already had his, his uh, summit and everything. So um, sometime yeah, before the end of the year, we'll, we'll I've let... heard him several times on other shows. Uh, like he's been on Lions of Liberty when Mark Claire was still on there. Uh He's been on with Buck on Counterflow, like, and listening to him talk about that stuff, <laughs> I I played some clips and stuff for for Stephanie, and I was like, uh, we should move to Puerto Rico. We should we should move to like one of these uh you know like island territories and and get the fuck off the grid. I was like the like listen to all this stuff. Like we could we could for real do this. <laughs> it's yeah. like. I, like it's yeah. not uh it's not outside the realm of possibility just for like even normal people to to be able to do that kind of stuff like you don't have to have huge assets either. you i know no. i know he no. works a lot with like very wealthy individuals but you don't have to be super wealthy to be able to to make a move you just kind of have to be willing to do it right yeah and we i mean we barely scratched the surface we talked for about an hour there's just so much to go through because it's so goddamn complicated to avoid all of these governments and all their regulations and how difficult they make it just to live the way you want to live. It really is just unbelievable. The amount of knowledge that he has, like personally, I understand why he charges so much because it's like fucking my mind was just like spinning. I couldn't keep up with all these things that he was talking like, you know, he'd just like start naming forms and like <laughs> shit that you got to do. And it's all just to get around the controls that they've put in place. I mean, we look at China and we're like, oh man, they have it really bad. And they do. But they got us by the fucking balls too. I mean, they got us by the short hairs for sure. It's really hard to get out from uh, the, the US government. And, you know, I I've talked about this before on the show one of two countries in the world that taxes you on your global income, regardless of wh where you earn it from. The other one's uh, some little fucking place in Africa that nobody's heard of that Mikkel knew the name of, and I can never remember, but the U S will come for you. Um, anything, you, unless you renounce your citizenship and then you look into doing that. And it's like thousands of dollars to fill out the fucking form. If you have a business, a lot of assets, you basically have to pay an exit tax on all these unrealized gains. Like if your company's worth 10 million, you have to, even if you're not like selling the company, you have to pay them uh, based on what that company's valued at currently in order to be able to, to get out from under the, you know, the foot of the U S government. It is insane. And we're not far off from fucking China. We just aren't, you know, China is sort of like the, you know, the canary in the coal mine or so like they're where we're headed. They're just a little farther up the road. And and it's like the fucking media in the U.S. like carrying water for 
our oppressive government and then turning to their left and being like, oh, this, these Chinese people are so oppressed. Let's support them fighting. Them. Fuck those guys, because they're going to be the first ones to make sure that everything the U.S. government wants to do in order to put us in the Chinese situation gets implemented. And now we got to figure out how to tie that into it being the Jews' fault. That way we can. <laughs> yes. Into, that way we can jump into Kanye. Well, obviously, the Jews country. control the media. That's one of the few. One of the things that they control. So <laughs> no, you can't say. If you say that, then that's what that's what gets you in trouble. Never mind that if you pull up the like the roster of everybody who's in control of all of these countries, they're all or all of these companies and and banks and everything else. It's like the most Jewish names you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> A lot of Steins in there. There's a lot of Steins in there. (laughs) Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Lorenzotti Coffee. You know them well by now. They're our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor. Get your mornings started right with the taste of freedom. Go to lorenzati.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you and you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzati, L-O-R-E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys. And not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the call of duty as a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at Lorenzotti.coffee, promo code fiction. All right. All right. We are back. So Kanye, fresh off of walking off the Tim Pool show. Do you watch Tim Pool at all? I... I watched Tim Pool briefly a couple of years ago when I first really started getting into this stuff. And I, I'll watch some if he has certain guests on that I want to want to see or want to see what they have to say. But I don't watch his show regularly outside of that. And I, this for this one, I watched it as long as I watched it for as long as Kanye and, and Milo Yiannopoulos and, and uh, Nick. Uh, Nick Fuentes were on there, and then once it became very apparent they weren't coming back, then it's like, all right, I don't, I don't really, I don't really care what Temple has to say. Yeah, it surprises me that his show is as big and successful as it is. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm not taking anything away from this guy. I mean, he's his podcast is much more successful than mine. I just don't understand why. I'm always kind of bored watching it. Unless, of course, the guest uh, he has like a a guest that I want to I want to hear, but those are like kind of few and far between. Like a lot of times, he'll have like some random like congressman on or something. Just like who the fuck is this guy? And you're gonna sit here and talk for like two and a half, three hours or something. Um, he they, they do a good job of covering the news, so they always have. Um, I think they they cover the right topics and everything. But yeah, I wasn't even watching this until I saw like the the tweets or something about like, oh, Kanye just stormed out. And so I put it on, I rewound it and I put it on and I was just like, again, this is like super boring. I was like, oh, okay, this could be interesting. Like, let's see what happens. And they really didn't um, get into much. I mean, he walked out in like the first like 20 minutes, right? Yeah. And and it could it shouldn't have been surprising like like if you're doing interviews you have to 
you have to kind of know how to guide the conversation to make it interesting and engaging and not, you know, completely piss off the guest. And like, yeah, like that's one of the things that you want to get into at some point, but like, don't lead with that. And he just led with that. Like he jumped straight into the whole anti-Semitism and this article talking about Trump having Kanye and, um, and Nick Fuentes for, you know, at the dinner or whatever, like he went straight into it head first. Like that, right. you know, you're, yeah. you're, and I, I mean, you could tell Tim didn't want to, at one point he's like, are we really going to start with the, the Jew thing? <laughs> Cause like you just had dinner with the president and like, that could have been interesting to know what it's like to have uh dinner with Donald Trump. I'm surprised it wasn't at like a McDonald's or something, but, <laughs> but again, like that was his, that was Tim's fault. Like he's, yeah. Uh, he he's been like, that- no, listen, like we'll get to that. Yeah, he, I mean, he's the one that started the conversation with talking about that article. Like, you had every opportunity in the world to open up the show and talk about literally anything else with Kanye and Milo and Fuentes, and instead you went straight to that. Like, where where did he expect it to go? Yeah, I couldn't imagine trying to steer a conversation with Kanye, though. That guy's just fucking... <laughs> the way his mind is functioning... Uh, it would be very difficult to it's sort of like herding cats. You know, he, he's going in fucking 25 different directions at once and just saying all of this, you know, he'll talk for like 30 seconds. And I have no idea like what he's talking. It'll cover like, you know, he'll throw out like four different things. And you just have no idea really what he was talking about, uh, especially on Tim Pool. And then. So he storms out of there over like practically now. I don't understand why he was so upset. <laughs> like th- he wasn't getting like a lot of pushback or anything like that, but he storms out. He goes on Alex Jones, uh, what, like a day or two later. Yeah. And he made himself pretty clear. He clarified all of his comments <laughs> that he wanted to talk about, I guess, on Tim Pool. And I think by now people have probably heard all of the the little clips that have been floating around Twitter. I don't even know. How do you listen to Alex Jones these days? Like, how do you do it to go on like the dark web or something? <laughs> sort of. There's a there's a link. It's on like a. Uh, it's like band.television or something like there's you can get to it, but it's uh, you kind of have to backdoor your way into, <laughs> into yeah, it. It's like way too much effort for me. Like, so. I'm surprised that uh and to be fair to Kanye, the like the soundbite blurb clips make it sound a lot worse than what it really was. Like there was more context and clarification in the things that he was saying, but also like the things that he was saying he was saying were, were pretty bad shit crazy. Like and, and I mean not like not completely crazy. I don't know. Um if you've done enough history uh, or research of history on, you know, the rise of the Nazis and and everything, kind of what was happening, like there are some things that when you look at it, especially in the context of like modern society and things that are going on today, uh, there's some things that make sense. But, you know, maybe um, the the uh, application of of what they were trying to do might have gone a little too far. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> somehow it makes sense (laughs) okay now i feel like i'm alex jones and you're kanye west you love hitler huh (laughs) i'm just saying maybe he was misunderstood yeah i dude i i don't know man those I can't imagine what kind of context it especially this day and age where you just be like no i love hitler he had great he had some great qualities about him (laughs) like (laughs) all right man 
I, I don't know. Uh, I, I was joking around with like some of my buddies. I was like, maybe they were talking about his artwork because I heard he had some potential there. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and, you know, he did have quite the did he talk about his clothes? Like he liked his outfits or something. I didn't I only saw like a couple clips on on Twitter and I got the gist of it. Did you watch the the actual episode? Not all of it. I need to. I need to watch all of it. I've I've watched the. Uh, I've watched the bulk of it. It was it was pretty. Uh, the The longer yeah, the longest clip I ever saw was like maybe a minute or so. It was really fucking interesting to watch Alex Jones' reaction to it. And he's just got to be happy as a fucking clam because this makes him look like ten times better than he was looking like a, a couple weeks ago. And just the it's almost as if they're battling to see who can say something that will cost them more money. You know, he he's like, what what was his fine? Nine hundred and sixty five million. And then they tacked on like another half a fucking. Yeah, I think think his total fine is uh, is up to like one point two billion or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Kanye's already lost like twice that (laughs) in like fucking shoe deals and shit. And he's just putting the. uh the nail in that coffin. I, I don't understand what he was like, what his goal is here. Like, what is he trying to do? Well, and then he came on Twitter and uh, kind of went nuts. And then he got suspended from Twitter. Like Elon, Elon finally was like, all right, that's enough. We, we can't do this. But again, in Kanye's defense, like the last tweet that he put out was a picture of Elon with, um, Shit, now I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name, but the the dude is like a very prominent Jew who pulls a lot of strings in a lot of the like high money uh places. So like you, you know I mean I understand why Kanye is so upset. I mean, if I lost like billions of dollars and, you know, uh what he got like was he, he was married to kim kardashian were they married they were married right so he got divorced like she took his fucking kids away from him she's banging she was banging that like goofy looking guy for a while what was that guy's name Davidson. Like, yeah who's just like slaying everything and That's, how is he pulling all of the like all of the ass and he is ugly as sin like he must be hung like a fucking horse or something yeah, yeah he's got he's not even funny <laughs> he's a comedian he's terrible like yeah i I don't know but i guess like you know once you get one of those celebrity chicks the rest of them just sort of fall in line it seems like i don't even know if you have to be packing like a fucking 13 inches or whatever but um (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah i mean like dude that seemed to really fucking break him mentally like then you know that would be tough to deal with and then you you know, it's it's not that it's all of these people in positions of power are, are Jewish and like blaming everything on the Jews is unfair. It's more just like the fucking power structure that they that we have and their ability to control things. And I, I you know, anybody in that position, I think, would be taking advantage of that power, you know, like power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Um, I, I don't think it's anything inherently uh, Jewish that, um, you know, 
well, that's see, and that it. was kind of the thing that the Kanye walked out on with Tim Pool was like Tim Pool was like after Kanye goes through and like names names and lists all of these different individuals who are in charge of these different banks and media companies and and apparel companies and everything else that cost him these you know billions of dollars um you know after he goes through and names names on all of these then tim pool's like yeah but that just sounds like a bunch of individuals like you can't group all them together right after tim pool had just said that uh kanye would probably do well running for president because he could get the black vote like you're going to group all the black people together as a voting block but you don't you don't uh you don't lump all of the jewish people together as controlling all of you know uh hollywood and and banking and and everything else so that was kind of where uh where kanye walked out on him yeah but i mean it's it's a really small percentage of jewish people you know it's like the thing that they do with like uh white male privilege where they're just like oh like every fucking you know ceo is a is a white billionaire or like whatever it's like yeah that's like 0.001 percent of the population then you have fucking white guys fucking digging ditches um you know to fucking build something so it's did we talk about this previously uh it's so the the number i think it's 12 and 84 get put together uh, like twelve percent of the population of the world are the Jewish people, and eighty-four percent of the uh, world's wealth is controlled by those people. Those 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 twelve percent. I'm I'm not sure. It's kind of ringing a bell. Um, there are numbers you're not supposed to say like that. So yeah, that, that might have been, in the, and then the other one was with like the the crime rates, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like right, violent yeah. crimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I don't think they're doing themselves any favors by coming. You know, if they didn't go so hard at con- like what was the the first thing? Oh, because he said he was going to go like death con on the Jews or something like that, right? Oh, that and, and then they're like, "Oh, you're going to do that? Like, well, here's what we can do, <laughs> like." we can ruin you financially uh we can make you a pariah in society and just like r- like just completely ruin your life and it's like you probably could just let that go and it would have sort of fizzled out maybe i don't know if he, like people would be having kanye on their on their shows to like you know talk about all this shit um but yeah like the the point that we made on the the last uh kanye episode where we talked about this was like yeah he's like kind of they're kind of proving his point and so you can see why he's so upset because they like they really do i mean they've they've frozen his like you know he can't his banking apps don't work right he's you know they he's losing all these uh you know contracts that he had in place and you know the the one thing on tim pool that he said that was like kind of interesting was that they're coming after him for taxes now and I really wanted him to elaborate on that. Like he, he doesn't really do a good job of explaining things, but that was kind of interesting. Like, oh, that's how they're going to get him. Maybe, you know, it's just like, oh, you know, because, dude, by the way, fucking taxes. Uh, my property taxes went up by 20 percent. 20 percent. And like so I've been checking like every few months because there's just no information coming out about property taxes because 
the uh, Cook County is just like behind on shit. So like last year, they I think they only billed us for like, you know, there's two installments. I think last year might only been one or like they were delayed. You know, it's like usually it's uh, was it like February and August, you get the fucking bill and there's just like no bill coming. So I'm like, you know, I got to have money for these property taxes. When are they going to, you know, August comes, no bill, Uh, you know, September, October, November, no bill, no bill, no bill. I check it yesterday. Just like, I was like, oh yeah, let's see if there's the year's almost over. Let me see what I got to fucking pay, you know, to own property. And yeah, just 20%, a 20% jump, which is insane. I mean, we're, we're talking like, an extra $1,400. <laughs> like it's fucking crazy. It's $8,000 now uh, a year in property taxes for uh, not even a 1200 square foot condo in Chicago. And obviously, you know, the streets are cleaner and safer than ever. And the school systems are fantastic. I'm not getting fucking videos sent to me by my buddies every couple of weeks of people getting carjacked and just fucking executed <laughs> on the streets of Chicago. Um, some places, you know, some neighborhoods went up by, they, they fucking doubled and, and you just have no warning about like, how do you only government can get away with just be like, Hey, you know, I know you were planning on paying me, you know, like $3,500, <laughs> you know, sometime at, at a, a time of our choosing, but we're going to make it 4,500. <laughs> we're gonna make it 4,800. How about that? And Oh, by the way, you owe it to us at the end of the month. Or we'll start charging you late fees. We can be as late as we want. It it really is just fucking unbelievable what they get away with. And when you hear Kanye being like, dude, they're, they're saying I owe like another billion in taxes. It's like I can, I can only imagine what that's like. But that's how they can like they can just make up whatever they want. There's fucking 10,000 pages of tax code horseshit that you got to go through. And they'd be like, oh, you know, like article blah, 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 section 5C on page 2875 of this code book. You owe us another uh, $300 million. How about that? Or we'll put you in prison. Well, I'm talking about how your tax dollars go towards schools and stuff. I saw a statistic earlier today. 54% of U.S. adults have a literacy level below sixth grade. Yeah. Over half over half of US adults are less than a sixth They're grade. Fucking, yeah, functionally illiterate. The they don't know how to do basic arithmetic, which maybe that's why we can't even count the fucking votes in these elections, because they're using like common core uh strategies on how to count ballots. <laughs> I mean, these school systems are a, an abject failure by any, you know, any rational definition of getting an education and and of course if you actually know the the history behind government schools uh they you know they took it from the fucking prussians this model that you just uh basically indoctrinate kids and brainwash them to be to, to sacrifice themselves for the fucking state then it makes perfect sense why they're not churning out free open-minded critically thinking smart people they're they're churning out fucking lemmings who just know how to take instructions and follow and you know follow the science listen to authority you know, it's like, what do you think their science grades are of all the people that are following the science? I, I guarantee you they fucking flunked out of biology <laughs> and they're, but they, they know that Fauci is the one that you listen to. And I, they probably passed everything with flying colors because they don't have the ability to question 
anything that they're told. Well, well, the tests are racist and yeah. So we'll just give you the, you're right. Yeah. Whatever the, whatever the, uh, who was it? Somebody that was like, it was a quote that they said that uh, schools don't teach students how to learn and teach them how to regurgitate uh, information that they've been, or how to regurgitate things that they've memorized. Like they're not, they're not actually learning how to think critically and solve problems and stuff like that. They're learning how to memorize what's on a board or now what's on a tablet and then regurgitate that back to get an acceptable score. Like, right. And, and that's exactly how the government wants its population to be because they want to be able to tell you that this is the way it is. And then they want you to just nod in agreement and say yes. And then repeat after them. Stupid people are easier to control. Absolutely. Yeah. And not only that, you can get them to do your bidding for you. Like they'll start controlling other people, as we saw during all the the COVID fucking craziness. It's like our dogs. So we have two dogs and my dog is dumb as a box of rocks. If you put him outside, he won't go anywhere. He he can't fathom like running out of the yard. He the one time he got out of the fence. He just stood there with his head pressed against the fence and looked like he was like terrifying. Like he he wanted to come back in. The other dog, as soon as you put her out, she's looking for any jailbreak opportunity she can find to get out of the fence and go run amok through the neighborhood and the woods and everywhere else. Like stupid animals are easier to control. Stupid people are easier to control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they certainly are. And uh I don't know how we went off on that. Oh, because Kanye was talking about his taxes. <laughs> yeah. And taxes, another great way of fucking controlling you. I mean, they can get, they can just, they can get you for anything. And of course now they are going to try to get you for anything. Have you seen the, there's some articles floating around about the, the $600 Venmo, you know, PayPal transactions that you're going to have to report that income now to the to the IRS on your you know it's another form you got to fill out I think it's a 1099k or something like that for any of these transactions over $600 now Johnny I was told that we were conspiracy theorists and that that was not going to happen when we were telling people that this is literally exactly what was going to happen like three or four months ago yeah well I mean I can only imagine that this is how all the millionaires and billionaires do business is through, you know, $675 PayPal uh, transactions. I mean, do you have any idea how many, let's do the common core math on this, how many $650 transactions it takes to get to a billionaire? It's like, dude, this was so obvious. I'm not even like taking a fucking victory lap on this one because they're just like obviously they're gonna say they're gonna you know they need to tax the the rich in order to give the fucking poor people all this great all these great things i mean that was the original pitch of the income tax and then of course the first thing they fucking do is start coming after all the you know the the general population there aren't that many millionaires and billionaires to go after all of the money is in the middle class and the lower, you know, people starting these side gigs, trying to give themselves options, trying to get multiple streams of income so that they can get out from the fucking clutches of these oppressive governments. And what are they going to do? Yeah, they're going to start fucking dinging you now for any fucking $600 plus transaction. Oh, God, you know, 
I want, I almost want it to happen to all of these fucking lemmings that are proponents of this thing who have never seen a tax increase that they didn't like, you know, cause they always believe these politicians. And it's just like, dude, you guys get what you fucking deserve. But for the rest of us, we don't deserve this shit and we should be excluded. Well, the problem is they won't be the ones who actually get dinged with any of this because this is almost exclusively targeted at small private business type, like entrepreneurial type people. Like you yeah. like the people who are working a normal nine to five job for you know whatever big corporation, they're not doing this. It, this is almost exclusively set up to go after anybody who's doing something entrepreneurial and and like going out on a limb to to make something for themselves in life. And that's that's been the whole COVID narrative was destroy small businesses and the and this uh, you know taxing six hundred dollar Venmo and PayPal uh, transactions that's just a further way to go after small businesses. Like, yeah, well, I mean because and it, it, go back to the education thing. They don't want you to be free. They want you to be dependent. Everything they tell you from fucking preschool through college breeds dependency every fucking program breeds dependency even you know i actually gave my talk at this uh at that mariposa festival last weekend was like on this subject like this life formula that they propagandize everyone to follow it breeds dependency it keeps you locked into a, a geographic location tied to one company with no like your only option is to like pick up and move and start all over from scratch with with no income coming in and the ultimate goal is maybe you make it to 67 and you can try to claw back some of the money that they stole from you when you were 27 in the world's largest ponzi scheme and it, yeah it like even that just think about social security They're like oh yeah we'll save you they, they didn't save anything and it's a fucking ponzi scheme and it's a horrible investment the the return the ROI, the last numbers I saw on Social Security was 1.2%. <laughs> like, that's if you make it to like, it, that's if you live to like 78. So you can collect like nine, uh, 10, 11 years worth of benefits. If you make it to the average age, you will make 1.2% over inflation uh, on all that money, which is just pathetic, dude. If you had a private money manager making you 1.2%, you would fucking fire that guy. I mean, even if you just bought treasuries directly from the fucking government, you'd get a better yield than that. So not only is it a horrible fucking investment, but the the mechanics of it, it's like, okay, you made it to 67. Hey, can I get some of that money? It's like, yeah, can I get it all at once? No, no, you got to come back to me every month. I'll give you just enough so that you can make it to the next month. And, you know, it's like a fucking pimp with his whores just gives them just enough to fucking live so they keep coming back to them the whole fucking thing is about breeding dependency and uh i, I forgot how i went off on that rant <laughs> we get fired up today yeah yeah this is what be. happens when we do morning podcasts yeah this weak ass coffee um but, but yeah like the whole system is designed to fucking control you and so yeah they're gonna they're not going to let you they're not gonna make it easy for you to extricate yourself from the system to create your own business where you can you know operate from hopefully anywhere in the world once it gets off the ground no they're gonna fucking chop you off at the knee like every step of the way just make it as difficult as possible through regulation uh just taking more and more money from you i mean the opportunity costs 
of all of these taxes that you're paying are unbelievable. Like, imagine how much wealthier you would be if you didn't have to pay into the world's largest Ponzi schemes and Social Security and, and Medicare and Medicaid. That's like, you know, we're talking probably just Social Security alone. I think it's it's like 12 and a half percent now is basically what they're taking from your paycheck. I mean, it's half from you and half from your employer, but it's all from you. Your employer uh, just deducts it from what they would be paying you and they give it to the government instead. So that's 12 and a half. It was 15% for a while or close to it right off the bat, like 15%. And then they get you with these fucking property taxes if you own something. And then they get you for your fucking $600 Venmo transactions because, you know, you you sold some t-shirts or something. And then they get you on, on the sales tax. It's just like, Jesus, man. I, uh, you know, my sister, I was talking to my sister about this randomly. And she's like, yeah, I just saw this like pie chart of how much I actually get to take home from my paycheck. And it's like 65%. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. And believe me, she's not a millionaire or a billionaire. She's just a, you know, whatever, like a making like a, a maybe slightly above average salary, I guess, you know, and she does, she does pretty well, I guess. For But like, you know, she's not like a fucking millionaire. She's paying, she's taking home maybe 65%. And that's... Uh -huh. you know, any between seven hundred and fifty and eight hundred dollars every two weeks is what gets taken out of my check. I like literally twenty grand a year is what I'm losing right off the top. Right. And that and all of that money seems to just be going into the pockets of these pussy politicians. I mean, they're becoming millionaires and billionaires. And you know, uh people who are just trying to fucking make a life for themselves are just getting fucking cut down left and right. And they keep coming for you. This is the fucking Venmo transactions. Get the fuck out of here. It really is just the unbelievable. And they've done such a good job of conditioning idiots that they think this is a great idea. They support taxation. They're like your fucking dog. Like, you know, he's he's been in the fucking he's been caged in the backyard so long. He's afraid to be out of it. And it's like, yeah, these are the, these are the prices we pay for society and blah. like your fair share, fair share, dude. Remember when they first started fucking talking about that? When Obama was like, pay your fair share in taxes. Oh, I remember I was like, fair share. When the fuck did that make it into the American lexicon? How far we've strayed from the, the foundation of a free fucking America, man. It really is just unbelievable. I would love to just wake up like some of like Thomas Jefferson and just walk him around society today and be like, this is where we're at. How are we doing? Whenever so far? they talk about, you know, whenever they talk about fair share, it's like, okay, take whatever the tax rate is for the highest income level. Apply that equally across the board and see how happy you are about that. Like that's, yeah. that's, if that's why what we're doing, it, yeah, fair why share. Isn't it just, if it's like, fair share, then it should just be a flat percentage. Right. Why, yeah. Like, it, like, you know, who cares about the dollar amount that you're paying? It should be, you know, 10% or 20% or 30% or whatever, you know, retarded number they come up with. But if it's going to be fair share, then everybody should pay the exact same percentage of what they earn. 
But that would be, you know, that'd be too easy to do your taxes then. The billion dollar, you know, multi-billion dollar industry of preparing your tax documents to keep you out of prison. Don't think that they aren't lobbying these fucking congressmen left and right to make these tax codes as complicated as fucking possible. I'm actually considering not doing my own taxes uh, next year for like the first time. I, I just it makes me so fucking angry doing it that I think I need to farm it out now just for my uh, mental health. Like I, they'll probably figure out. I mean, say what you want about the Jews, but they know how to fucking get around that tax code, too. So there are, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a a plus and a minus here. Yeah, they're a little bit frugal with the money. <laughs> yeah. Pinch a yeah, penny. I, I need a I need a great Jewish accountant to figure out how to save me some fucking shekels. And <laughs> You know, uh, like even if it like I think, it, you know, the the math would work out in my favor, like they would be able to save me enough that it would cover the cost of hiring them. But even if it didn't, just the headache of fucking going through and doing all these taxes, especially when you have investments and and now they're going to fucking start dinging me for all, all these little payments and shit. Um. I'm thinking about just farming it out and, and saving myself the the headache. We've got an we've got an accounting firm that's always done the taxes for the farm, and so for for literally as long as I've had to file tax returns, I, they've just done it for me. So yeah, I use yeah, them because because they've it, got it, all of my stuff like for my entire tax paying life. So it's just it's just easier. Like I thought about doing it myself, and a couple of years ago, I was like, you know, I can just send them. Like they send me a packet, I fill the shit out and send it back to them. Yeah, it's like a full-time fucking job. I mean, if you have a business, there's no way you can do your own taxes. It's fucking impossible. You'd have to be an accountant. It's way too complicated. And again, that's by design. <laughs> that's not like a, a bug in the system. That is a feature of the system. That's It's working exactly how they want it to work. Well, did you see the, uh, like Elon, Elon called, uh, Senator Warren, uh, Senator Karen, <laughs> because she was talking about changing the tax code or something, and like all the all the spurgy leftists got on, uh, got all up on their on their high horse because the billionaire doesn't want to change the tax code. It's like you know why these politicians always talk about changing the tax code, but then never do any fucking thing about it. It's because they're all pulling in so much money off of their backroom deals on. Uh, with insider trading and making these big like deals with corporations and stuff to to push legislation in certain directions that if they had to start actually like paying their fair share their multi-millionaire asses would be on the line for a whole bunch of fucking money too so they don't have an interest in actually fixing the tax code they just want to talk about it so you think that they care about you right yeah no though they don't they don't care about anything that that they're doing anything that you know like these fucking ponzi these crypto ponzi schemes this guy's being this fucking douchebags being paraded around like he's still some sort of hero even though he stole billions of dollars from people but you and your fucking 700 paypal transaction that's what they're gonna go after and you know the whole con to bring it back to the kanye thing like it I think Kanye, I tweeted this out, I think last night, Kanye could learn something from Sam Bank, uh, Bankman Freed, because apparently like you can, if you just say the right things, you can do whatever the fuck you want. 
Like this guy's sticking to the script and they're, they're still, you know, he's speaking at like a New York times event. He's doing these interviews and people are still like, Oh yeah, I, you know, I believe it. You know, he was just, he just made some mistakes and blah, 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 blah. He's a, he's a good guy at heart. And man, it really is just unbelievable what you can get away with when you, you say the things that the, the powers that be want to hear. Hey, throw throw a few million to Democratic campaigns and, you know, kiss the right asses and you can be a multi-billionaire. You can literally still steal tens of billions of dollars and nobody will care. Yeah. Not, not only that, you'll be you'll still be paraded around as like some good guy. I just made a mistake here and there. It's like unfucking believable, man. It is unbelievable. But also uh, speaking of the of elon do you want to do the twitter get into this twitter stuff can we can we can try to do a rundown it uh how long you want to take on it uh let's do like i don't know 10 10 minutes or so okay yes all right so yesterday and admittedly i have not had a lot of time to dig into this something happened on twitter to once again validate every goddamn thing we've said on this podcast over the last uh, couple of years. Yeah, I mean, it's like being right so often. It's, it's like I almost forgot what it's like to be wrong. But what, what happened exactly? You know, it's funny you said that <clears throat> before we jump into this. It's funny you said that about the being right so often that uh, not don't remember what it's like to be wrong. I actually had a Facebook memory of a video that I had done two years ago. Uh, December December third, twenty twenty, when the uh, when the COVID or when the uh, COVID vaccine mania was ramping up, and they were really starting to, because it was right at the end of November when they started to push the vaccine, um, and it was becoming like prevalent, and it was a thing that they were talking really seriously about. And I went into great detail how the vaccine would not actually work, why why it wouldn't work, what the uh, what it was going to mean, that it was going to mean just. Uh, repeated shots at infinitum that you weren't going to get a vaccine you were going to be getting shots for the rest of your life if you did this thing and like everything that i said in that video has turned out to be like 100 percent right like it, you would think people would start listening to us at some point when we're you know just this right so I, yeah i always say if you want to know what's going to happen tomorrow listen to peddling fiction today i mean our, our track record i think is pretty fucking good um you know, a lot, a lot of these things aren't very hard to to see. Oh, you know, one other thing, just so you guys know, um, here's what's going to happen before we move on from the, the Venmo transaction stuff. Now that they have that $600 threshold in place, any transaction is going to be, they'll come after you for it. They'll just say, oh, like you've got repeated transactions for under $600. You're trying to skirt the new law, the new tax law. You're, you're, that's tax avoidance. We're freezing your accounts. That I mean, they did that exact same thing with the ten thousand dollar threshold from the uh, anti money laundering uh, uh, portions of the Patriot Act. It's like okay, you have to report anything over ten thousand, but if you do four things for nine thousand dollars, they'll come after you for that because it looks like there's a pattern developing of you uh, intentionally avoiding the tax. So that's the next thing that they're gonna do after they after they can't get enough from the transactions over six hundred, they'll get you for everything under that as well because you're intentionally avoiding the the tax. So they've literally talked about that already. They're like, and in order to, we'll start looking into that. 
as well because we know that the six hundred dollar putting the six hundred dollar threshold on it means that people will start trying to skirt that by doing stuff for five hundred and ninety nine dollars or something like that. So there it's you like, go. They they've, they've already admitted that that's that's the oh, next. okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that they'd been so blatant about it. Well, there oh, goes that prediction. Okay. This is 2022, man. Like there, there is. Yeah, no, they're just not hiding it anymore. No, they don't give a not shit. Hiding anything anymore. They I mean, like unless they're actually putting bars around your fucking condo complex to lock you in there, it's fine. Everything's okay. That's the oppressive government over there in China. But everything up to that point is just you know patri- your patriotic duty and good governance. Oh, anyway, what what did uh, what happened on Twitter that had everybody fucking going crazy last night so we're gonna do the cliff notes version and then uh we can get more in depth after we've had a chance to really dig through everything and look at it um but the cliff notes version so elon had announced that he was going to release all of the all of the twitter files pertaining to the hunter biden laptops new york post story and uh, he was going to do like a stream of it or something. Anyway, he ended up, what he ended up doing was he gave every, all of it to Matt Taibbi, who uh, Matt's a journalist. He's, he's done, uh, he's done quite a bit of stuff actually. He's, um, and, and he's a very good journalist. Like he writes well. So Elon gave him all the stuff so that he could like uh, post this Twitter thread and go through all of it. And, what it comes down to is the Biden campaign team, the DNC, and several high-ranking officials within the FBI were telling Twitter to suppress and take down and suspend and ban accounts who posted anything pertaining to the New York Post uh, Hunter Biden story. The laptop. The Yeah, the laptop. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they were also suppressing... Uh, so Kaylee Mac- McEnany, uh, Trump's press secretary, she got locked out of her account like at the peak of election season. Um, and, and there are m- multiple emails from people within Biden's campaign or people within the DNC saying, hey, look at this person. They're saying bad things about Biden. Hey, look at this person. They're posting things about Biden. And then uh, these like Twitter, basically content monitors would just email back and say, handled it. We took care of it. Yeah, we got we got it. Like they're, they're just like removing people. Uh, let's see. James Woods was one that got targeted oh, for yes. some stuff. Like, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, there's also, there's also campaign contributions from, uh, from like Twitter employees and stuff that, which nobody is surprised by this, but like the Twitter employees were just donating, and Twitter itself was just donating like millions of dollars to the DNC and the Democrats and uh, like really like maybe. I think altogether less than 25,000 went to like Republican candidates or like to the Republicans. Yeah. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of stuff with that. Um, it, it, this sounds, uh, I think there's a word for this, like um, election interference. Does that ring a bell? 
It, it sounds like they're interfering in our democracy. It's kind of kind of what it seems like, you know. Hmm. Uh, the there's a whole bunch of stuff that uh, there's a bunch of emails and and screenshots of emails that go into different aspects of the whole effectively um vijaya gade was the like the head of content moderation for twitter for a while um she was like steam steamrolling all of this or heading up all of this like removing anything and everything that was unfavorable to biden during the 2020 campaign and uh i'm pretty sure she actually got a job with the biden administration right after that so that wouldn't surprise me and go figure right uh yeah god it is just it is so fucking blatant i don't i still can't believe that there are people that buy into this system at this point i, I mean what they did with that laptop story was just unprecedented like remember you couldn't even like share the link and thing, like I, things that we didn't even think they were able to control, they were able to, to totally do to you. And if they're doing it on Twitter, they're doing it on to all of these social media companies. I mean, I'm still getting like every couple of weeks, I get locked out of Facebook because I posted a meme, you know, a year ago <laughs> that they found in a, one of our fucking meme streams or something of Hunter Biden. And they're still taking that shit down. Like they'll still lock my account out. They'll ding us for whatever. And uh, it, it is just unbelievable. The the corruption between government and these social media companies is, I, I mean, it's it's literally our worst nightmare. It's everything that we've been warning about, everything that we've been talking about. And now uh, that Elon's got his uh, hands on it, he's posting the receipts. Well, and, and it all sure goes in. And it all goes in one direction. Uh, like I, I had this uh, debate uh, with somebody on Twitter last night. They, they said that uh, that it's not entirely that the media isn't entirely run by Democrats. I was like, um, okay, show me the example where it's not. And so they sent me this list of the fifteen billionaires who control all of the media, and outside of Rupert Murdoch. If you even consider Rupert Murdoch actually a conservative, like he's the owner of Fox News. Right. Outside of Rupert Murdoch, it's all Democrats. Every single one of them. It's like, okay, your your point. Well, Jewish people vote Democrat, man. Oh God, go through that list and look at the Jewish names on it. Shit. Anyway, that's <laughs> just circling back to uh, <laughs> conversations of uh, earlier in. The See show. how quickly we can get kicked off of Twitter. <laughs> But yeah, like they're all run and even the ones that aren't explicitly like Democratic or Democrats, all of their campaign contributions, because this stuff is like it's public. You that they're required to report this stuff. If you go and find them, all of their campaign contributions go to fucking Democrats like uh, Elon is the only one who doesn't exclusively support Democrats. And usually most of his. uh most of his contributions are kind of like down the middle. Like he supports some candidates on the right and he gives money to some candidates on the left. He he donates to some Republican PACs and he donates to other Democratic PACs. And then uh, I think in 2020, he just didn't he didn't give campaign contributions to anybody like he just didn't he didn't donate to any political party, p 
period. Like he's the only one that's kind of like middle of the road on it. All the rest of and but he's the like he's the face of alt right media giant now. Right. Yeah. Even though up until like this past election, he always voted Democrat. Right. I mean, I think that's what he said. I mean, it seems to me it would just be good business to grease both sides of the aisle. Uh, You know, I would be, you know, if I was in his position, I would be paying off Republicans and Democrats alike. I I always find it weird that they like all of these people just donate to one um, one side of the aisle. But I guess that that helps get more of their people into positions of power. So there, there's really no need to um, to bribe the Republicans for anything. What? Right. I mean, basically, instead of instead of betting on both horses, you're betting you're pushing all of your chips into one. That way you tilt the scales so far in that one's favor yeah. that you're not going to lose. Like, yeah. Right. And I mean, that's probably another one of the reasons why they were freaking out that Twitter might go into the hands of Elon Musk, because once you have all your eggs in one bat, it's like, even if our horse doesn't win, it's like, well, at least we still have control over all these fucking companies and the information that gets out there and who can speak and who can't speak. And now they've lost that. At least in theory, they've lost it. Uh, Elon's restored a bunch of accounts. Um, everybody but Alex Jones. I guess well, Kanye's out now too. <laughs> um, we, we talked about that before, but it is um, it is very interesting to see Elon actually following through on some of this stuff. I'd like to see what else has been going on with the shadow banning. And you know, I know we brought in a bunch of coders from Tesla or something to review the code that was going on, you know, through Twitter. And then, like later that day, he just fucking axed like twelve thousand employees. Like, all right, you guys are all fucking fired. So I, I think he definitely found something in there. So this dump on the Hunter Biden laptop story was supposedly is the first of multiple. Like, there's going to be more stuff. Uh, Dr. J. Bhattacharya had tweeted, like, now now would be a good time to expose the uh, suppression of the COVID stuff that was that was coming out like that. I hope hopefully that'll come come next, because that's, you know, you know, the biggest story of the last two years uh, has. And it's again, I mean, it's nice that it's coming out. But again, it's just it drives me fucking crazy how long it takes to get this stuff out. It's like, okay, well, now after the election, this comes out. It's always like two years later. Like nobody even fucking cares about the Hunter Biden laptop anymore because we're on to January 6th. And but January 6th somehow still stays relevant for all this time. They'll never fucking let that go. I, I still see people tweeting like I guess some one of the guys just got char- got convicted of sedition or something. And so they were like, you know, all these like retarded fucking leftists were like, oh, like let's uh, they posted like something that Brit Hume said. He's like, nobody's been charged with uh, insurrection. And then this guy got charged and convicted. So now that's like they're like trying to dunk on that. It's like, oh, a Washington, D.C. court convicted this guy of insurrection in washington dc it's like shocking i can't imagine how unbiased that kangaroo court probably was yeah i I mean after what we saw with um uh the 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 alex jones fucking trial was was insane and and jesus yeah i mean dude these people are fucking the biggest useful idiots you've ever seen but it's amazing that something 
like January 6th is go- is never going to go away. Like it, pretty soon we're going to get that day off from school and, and work and shit. It's going to be a fucking holiday. And uh, but like the hunt, like the biggest fucking uh, propaganda campaign, trillions of dollars, uh, thousands of people dying and um, like just untold amounts of like lies and bullshit going around that's going to fucking fade away. And the Hunter Biden, like the biggest, one of the biggest cover-ups we've seen of a, of a story and corruption between uh, a private company and the government, the government utilizing the F the FBI was involved in this too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. F- using like uh, government resources to go at private companies, to go at uh, private citizens, to cover up a fucking story, to win an election. And that's, you know, two years later, we get the we get the receipts on it up until yesterday. We were all just conspiracy theorists again. Anyway, uh, we, we probably got a wrap there. Let's um let's look more into I, I want to look more into this because I, I, I mean, just I haven't had time to go through it. That thread, like you saw how confused I was by it. It's going to take me a minute to, to get through all that shit. But. I got a I got a lot of time this weekend to dig into it. We can, yeah, <laughs> yep. So let's uh, let's see what else uh, we can we can pull out of there and see how uh, deep this rabbit hole goes. You got anything you need to plug before we roll? Oh, nothing I can think of too too much. I guess uh, this upcoming week I've got uh, I've got an episode on Monday that I'm gonna look at Twitter and the way they've handled child porn over the years or more aptly the way they've refused to handle child porn over the years. Uh, so that was, it's kind of some scary shit, like uh, looking in, looking into what was going on at Twitter pre Elon, like the more you look at the stuff they're doing, like, or the stuff that they were doing, you know, not just, not just the Hunter Biden laptop suppression thing, but um allowing like child porn and stuff to be on the site is pretty nasty shit. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's so aggravating to even just think about that being out there and then like stuff that we put out gets taken down. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Because they're just, they're not, you know, pedophiles, they're minor attracted people or whatever. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You guys are all a bunch of fucking sick motherfuckers and i hope you all burn in hell anyway (laughs) we (laughs) on that note uh don't forget to uh follow on twitter at pedal fiction become a supporting listener of this show so that we can uh alert more people to what is going on and uh hopefully before it happens with our stellar record of uh predicting the future and just uh, wake more people up to this, uh, to these fucking problems, because I don't think we're far off from finding ourselves in a, a Chinese type situation. Um, whether it's, you know, whether it takes that sort of form or it's a more like passive, uh, passive aggressive thing where they just control your accounts and it, you can't really do anything or they can just shut. They can basically just uh, cancel you from society. So um, anyway, yeah, at Pedal Fiction, become a supporting listener of the show. I'll link to that in the description. 
Next Friday, we will do a happy hour for all the supporting listeners. And until then, well, actually, no, we'll do a Tuesday episode. So until then, uh, you guys know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace. Peace.